Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. Oogie Boogie, it's Tud. And I'm Obert. I was like, we better go this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what's what's up, guys? Forty uh, some odd minutes into our normal recording time. Yeah. Well, you know, we had to break everything and tear it all down and build it all back up. Right. A bunch of new got, computers. Yeah, we got some everything. people working with new new equipment here. So that's right. Well, Chris, you're the only one working with new equipment. Okay, and I really wasn't the biggest issue. <laughs> no, it was me. <laughs> so you got you a new get PC, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Finally up and running using the new PC um, that is, I don't know, super fast and really nice. New webcam. I look so clear for all our listeners. Uh, <laughs> same microphone. I appreciate it, at least. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So Full yeah. HD beard glory. That's yeah, your, right. head, your head is like eight times the size it usually is. I know it's so close. It's so close to me right now. Um, but no, we got a, we got the desk set up today. We bought this like desk for like twenty five bucks, and it's a pretty diesel desk. Um, so I'm pretty pretty happy about that. And nice, uh, got everything set up today. Um, I was just streaming before now, and now we're hanging out, about to drink some beers. I too also have a new computer. I'm not oh, nice. using it, but I no? have a new computer. Why? Why not? Why are you using it? Um, I don't have a webcam. Oh. So. Okay. So, so unfortunately, this way this is the only way I can see both of your beautiful faces in full beard glory. With, I hope <laughs> two of that us, with two of us look HD, the other one looks crappy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope that within the next couple of weeks, I have a, a webcam. But I basically built the same computer that you have, Chris, except for, and this is what Obert was laughing about earlier. Every part I bought is like slightly better than yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because nice. it was like, because it was like, you know, the same price for like, like you have like the Ryzen five like thirty six hundred. Well, right. for like thirty dollars more, I bought the Ryzen five thirty six hundred X, which apparently <laughs> is like a smidge more. They just throw and, in those extra characters. <laughs> yeah, and like your your video card is like an NVIDIA. I think it's either the twenty sixty or the twenty seventy. Uh, mine's the twenty seventy super. Oh, okay. So I got the super as well. So oh, high okay. five. All right. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so you're like, just like slightly better than mine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I, That's fine. I was like, over was like, so you just basically built a computer to be a, a smidge better than Chris in every aspect. And I said, no, it was just the same price. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. I, I didn't have to put it together. I don't have time. I know it doesn't take very long, but I just, it's just, it was just easier. It was just easier to just, ah, just put it together. You know, Between it. recording podcasts and editing podcasts and pro- producing podcasts and, and streaming, streaming on Twitch. And, and 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 also being a parent, you know, yeah, secondary. and also making money at a job, right? I uh, just it's just easier, whatever. Full disclosure: but, I did not build my computer. I had brother of the pod put it together, right? Yeah. Although and it took him a long time, it took him three hours to build it, which I was right. amazed by. Yeah. yeah. So see, uh, three hours, boom! I could have I could have recorded, edited, and posted a podcast in that. What's time. what's <laughs> Brad's supervisor's name? Craig. Yes. Owen. 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 Yep, Craig oh. Owen. <laughs> he, oh, Owen, Craig. Owen, but Craig to his friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Owen, if you're listening, uh, you know, you got to tell Brad to step up his game. Because I imagine right. his job yeah. is mostly just building computers. Oh, oh, and I have to say, not not a good first showing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. We can't wait to get you up and running. And I'll I'll shoot you... The webcam I bought, it was like dirt cheap. It was like 
like less than twenty dollars, I think, on Amazon. Yeah, and it was. I remember it, when I got mine, it was super cheap too. Wait, you mean the website that cannot be named? Oh yeah, right. We're boycotting Amazon. Oh okay. I work oh, with, for them again. <laughs> with your streaming stuff. Yeah, I I technically get paid by Amazon again. <laughs> I'm an undercover agent now, so. Yeah. Really. So. Anyways. So so what's everybody drinking tonight? Oh, it's a good question. Mm, you know, I'm not normally the one to start off, but tonight I'm feeling it, guys. Okay. I went down to Bozeman area this weekend. Oh, yeah, right. I think I saw the Discord. You are asking for suggestions. I was. Didn't get any. Thanks a lot, mm. Montana Discord users. <laughs> <laughs> um, slash that also, you know, are part of our podcast network of friends. Right. But uh so I did it managed to hit up a brewery while I was down there. Um and I, I stopped in Mountains Walking in Bozeman. It's one of their newest breweries. You can sometimes I thought find- that was a town. No, that's yeah. It's <laughs> honestly one of my least favorite Montana brewery names out there. Cause it doesn't really make any sense to me. Mm. But it's a new spot. They are kind of on board with the whole Expensive four packs that are tasty game that no other Montana brewery seems to be doing. So mm. I'm like, okay, this is probably a good a good spot to hit up. So go in the tap house. It's all new, you know, new construction more or less. Uh, really cool spot. Like neat wood, like very cool dark wood all over the place. It looks really chic, very bougie. Um, and I ended up getting a four pack to go. And so I have on the brewery today one of their sweets seasonal series. It's um, I guess the name of the beer is just sweets. Hmm. I thought that that was the like title, but no, it's just sweets, which is a sour ale with blood orange, toasted coconut, vanilla bean, and lactose. And I thought that sounded like a strange enough comp, uh, combination, something we haven't really had on the podcast before. So I thought, why not give it a shot? Sounds interesting, minus the coconut, but. Yeah, I know you're not the biggest fan of coconut. See, but... I think it sounded sounded delicious. So okay, blood blood orange coconut with vanilla bean and lactose, all in a sour. So yeah, it's all over the place here. So without any further ado, here it goes. Definitely get lactose on the nose right away before I even taste it. Um, I I'm more familiar with lactose being in a stout or an IPA. I haven't really had any lactose sours before. Yeah, that would be a first that I've heard of that. So it sounds interesting. That's kind of why I picked it up. And um, as I taste it, I kind of see why it's not a really popular combination because the sour really has a harsh contrast with the lactose sweetness at the end. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I definitely get on the sour side, I get the blood orange. And on the sweet side, I get the toasted coconut, the vanilla bean, and the lactose kind of all mixed together, which... I don't know. I think it, in an ideal world, that would come out to be like an orange smoothie, maybe a creamsicle kind of a flavor. Mm. But um, it's a little too bitter, a little too sour, and like like an OEC style sour, where it's like a like sour patch warhead type of sour. Yeah, is that as opposed to what other kind of sour? Well, like sometimes you get like slight sour, but like. I was just curious if it was like that sour to the point where it was like making your face pucker. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the sour scale. Yes. Yeah. No, it's not It's not super warhead sour, but it is more sour than sweet, if that makes sense. Like I said, there's okay. a lot of sweetness here. Also, just a little too much sourness. Um, uh, I think it's really complex with all that stuff going on. 
But at the end of the day, this beer didn't really do it for me, I don't think. And maybe I'll keep you updated as I continue drinking it throughout the podcast. Yeah, it was kind of a wild experiment. I think um, I would have rated this beer. I know I haven't given it a rating yet, but I, I would have given it a higher rating if the circumstances were a little different. It was kind of an expensive beer, and I know Mountains Walking does some really good stuff. So that kind of both of those ding it, knock it down a little bit for me. So I'm going to go three and a quarter on this one, folks. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really not a fan. Yeah. You know, I was thinking three and a half, but I, I, it's a lot of beers that I like that I rate three and a half, like that I don't love. This is not quite three and a half scale. Yeah. So somebody want to tell me how many how many ratings there are on Untapped on this guy? There are 75 check-ins. For sweets. <laughs> yes. Okay. That doesn't surprise for this, me. For this version of sweets. Oh, so there are multiple versions. Okay. Yeah, it's weird that it wasn't really a better name. Is there like just a general sweets check-in? Nope. Okay. There are three different sweets. There's cherry chocolate, blood orange coconut, and blueberry lemon. See, blueberry lemon, I'd be on board with that. Blood orange coconut, I don't know. I got it because it was weird. I like to try different things, but at the end of the day, this didn't pan out. I have two. I have three questions for you. Okay. Four questions. Uh, a, uh, what do you okay. think the untapped rating is? Uh, B, I'm going to... S- Hang on, hang on, let me finish. Okay, okay. I'll hear all four questions, and then I'll answer them one at a time. B, how many pounds of blood orange do you think are in this beer? And C, so I only Whoa. have three questions. How many <laughs> pounds of toasted coconut do you think are in this beer? Hmm. Now, it's funny, because they did. I did see them say on the like menu board, like the tasting card that describes all the beers, it said a number. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a lot. They were like 600 pounds of blood orange in every uh, in the brew or something like that. So I don't know how many that is in my one particular can. You're going to say three blood oranges in my can. Well, I wanted to know in like the brew, but okay, we can go with three. <laughs> um, no, so to, so to answer questions completely out of order, I'm going to say the untapped diverse gives it a three, six, nine. Wrong. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> to answer your question about the toasted coconut, I'm going to say 300 pounds. Wrong. Okay. All right. Um, Chris, really you, ready to re- you, you want to review? <laughs> no. So, so so the Untapped Universe gave it a 4.3 out of 75 check-ins. Yeah. It okay. has 588 pounds of blood orange puree and 100 pounds. 600. So, okay. And, a, and 100 pounds of toasted coconut. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. 4.3. I think I think there's some hot pipe around mountains walking i don't think it was that it's not that good maybe it's better on tap who knows but mm. i th- well it's inspired by something so it says it's it's sweets is brewed in collaboration with and inspired by wild crumbs bakery fruit tarts so apparently they make a fruit tart that must taste like this okay uh. i i could see it having a more biscuity kind of a uh flavor is that if that makes sense i don't know if a better word than biscuity but uh, uh it's got a dry sweetness dry like flowery sweetness oh nice yeah yeah um so i did want to mention something i will jump in i'll i'll go next but um have you ever had any of the sours from southern grist i don't remember i have i've had a few good ones from there because a lot of their sours they do with lactose in them um they do like and it adds like a nice almost like smoothie effect to it versus yeah that's what i was saying like the, i when i read those things off i think orange smoothie or creamsicle yeah so uh, maybe they just missed the mark on it because i have had quite a few lactose sours that have been like really really good and a lot of them are from southern <laughs> 
Um, but anywho, um, not to shout out a brewery that I am in love with still and miss very much, but um, I have a, I have a, a new purchase for today, and I bought it. I bought it solely based on the can. <laughs> nice. Sometimes that works out for the best, though. Right. Um, it's by New Belgium. So, you know, solid brewery to start off with. Um, and it's their Voodoo Ranger, their Starship IPA. Have you guys seen this one in the store? No. No. At all? Well, let me show you this can. It's pretty cool. It's I like, haven't been to a liquor store in a very long time. It's got like the Martian with a gun and like, I don't know, a skeleton Martian thing. What's, his, what's, his, what's he wearing on his hat there? It's, a, it's, a, it's got like earmuffs on and i don't know there's an emblem and like gold glasses anyways pretty cool looking can so i don't know for some reason it jumped out at me i really 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 wanted to try it so i bought a bought a six pack of it how uh how old is it uh this must be the best by date so the best by date on <laughs> this beer it was is... brewed in the future <laughs> yeah that's what i was just confused by <laughs> uh, so I, the 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 brew, the brew date is April twenty sixth, twenty twenty. All so, right. Okay, so, so you're it, within the window. Yeah, yeah, I'm within the window, but um, it poured nice and nice and hazy. Um, you know, looks like a typical hazy boy. And I'm gonna jump into this thing. I'm pretty excited. Um, I haven't really bought beer based on the look of a can in a while, so I'm like. All right. Yeah. Now, if you're familiar with the regular Voodoo Ranger logo, this looks a lot like that, but space themed. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. It's Space Ranger. Oh, I don't like that face. No, it's a little bit of a letdown. Ooh. <laughs> Going on. It's disappointing not... beer streak over here. I know. I'm like, it's not bad. Um, I don't get a ton of hop bite from it, uh, which which everybody knows I like. But I also don't get a ton of like juice. It's very much more of the piney West Coast style, which I don't mind. Um, however, it also has like I, I pick up the malt very, very heavy, like throughout the sip. So it just tastes like kind of like a malty semi piney beer. It, it uh, I'm a little disappointed right now. <laughs> it sounds like it would be an it sounds like it would be an Obert style of beer. I don't know. I don't no. know. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Obert likes like because this is like it's not. It's not like Sierra Nevada because Sierra Nevada is like, you know, you get the hoppy, piney, earthy, all that, like all that kind of stuff. This is malt. This just tastes like malt. I'm not not yeah. a big fan of that. So, well, I'm a little bummed, especially since I bought a six pack and the can looks so cool. <laughs> Guess what we're all getting in our beer shit. I was later. just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about this beer right now. <sighs> Damn. I really wish that it was better. Okay. I think this is the most I've ever heard you disappointed on the podcast before. I try not to be. I try to be just a beacon of hope. Yeah. Or disgusted by chiladas. But... Or disgusted by chiladas. But that's mom. not disappointment. No, it's not disappointment, but still, I'm I don't know. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this beer two and a half. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, it's I'm I'm actually like a bat bummed that I have five more. <laughs> like that, that's taken up good fridge space in there. And I actually just so you know, pulling pulling back the curtain a little bit, I had a different beer picked out because it took us so long to get recording. I'm like, eh, I'll pick a cold one. So that's funny. So yeah. I pivoted last last second. So um, I'm gonna give it two and a half. And I think I don't know how old how 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 old this beer is. Uh, I don't think there's there's either going to be like a few check-ins or like 50,000. Um, 
Well, considering it's been brewed in the future, who knows? You could be the first. That is true. I could be the first. And just so you're aware what the box said, it said, Brewed with out-of-this-world galaxy hop, Starship IPA will blast your taste buds with notes of fresh grapefruit and citrus. Yeah, I see. And I mean, like, it's... I don't get... I mean, I don't get a ton of... I don't. I get, like, no... I get no citrus. I, like... Maybe not no. Minimal citrus is what I should say. Hmm. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just got a bad can. Better. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I got a bad can. I'll hopefully I'll report back, see how the rest of the five go. Um, I'm gonna say the Untapped Universe thinks it's a three seven six. You're pretty close. It's a three seven two on Untapped with sixteen thousand oh. check-ins. Oh wow, that's a lot of check-ins. That is a lot yeah. of check-ins. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you said it, but it's seven point seven ABV, so higher than I thought it was gonna be. Oh no, I didn't. But yes, you are correct. You are correct on that one. Yeah. So well, there you go. That's two disappointing beers. So Tud, I hope beyond hope that you can salvage this episode yeah well, really so we're either gonna go zero for three or we're gonna go one for three based on those what, are the options based on but, what i'm about yeah. to tell you this beer is so okay. i'm drinking imagined history by urban family brewing company it is a wild farmhouse ale brewed with squash hay and spices Ooh, that sounds very interesting yeah sounds like a good winter farmhouse style though so so like i said we're gonna go this could go very, very wrong or very, very good. I don't think there's any in between on this one. Um, it's no. 7.5% 7, 7. ABV. Uh, it's in a smaller bomber. It's 1.9 fluid ounces. Uh, as you guys can see, the, the logo is a tree with some stuff growing on it. It's pretty cool. Uh, the beer itself is kind of dark. Um, it's more ambery in color than, it, than what you guys can see through the webcam. Hashtag. Not an HD webcam. Mm, I can barely <laughs> see it. It's so pixelated. Yeah. Looks like one giant pixel. Um, <laughs> on the nose, you get a lot of the the um, a lot of the farmhouse uh, type of smell. It, it kind of smells harkening back to a few episodes ago when I drank the uh, the Chimay uh, Belgian style ale. That's that's really what I get on the nose of this as well. Mm. Take a test. He's drinking it, folks. And that's right. I said take a test. I think he's gonna like it. I hope so. This has been a bummer. If he doesn't like, if he rates it less than, I'm saying it now, rates it less than three and a half, we're all picking new beers. We're doing it again. We're yeah, s- starting over. Oh, that sounds good because I have I something we all had backup beers in our fridge. So, <laughs> so uh, it's very interesting. Um, hmm. It tastes a lot like the Chimay, but less good. If okay. that makes sense. I mean, I can imagine. There's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot of lot a lot of spices in this beer. But I don't taste, I don't really know what squash in a beer is supposed to taste like. But whatever it is, I don't taste like I'm eating like butternut squash or, or drinking butternut squash. Do you get any kind of like a pumpkin-y, gourdy, earthy, everlasting gobstoppery? Yeah. It definitely is ever, everlasting gobstoppery. I mean, I taste this for a while. Like I said, the closest thing I can think of is that it, it's equal to that that blue reserve that I had. Yeah, my dad of the pod called me and told me that the word you're looking for is finish. Uh, <laughs> that it's got a nice finish. I don't think but so. No, I like everlasting gobstoppery. I like everlasting gobstoppery. Yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense to me. Okay. Um, no, I mean if you let it, so like now that I haven't drank it for a few minutes, my mouth kind of tastes like I ate a pumpkin or ate some squash. Like it's got kind of like that really long like. After breath taste. I don't know why 
<laughs> this just came into my head. But when he said, when Ted's like, it tastes like I ate a pumpkin. I just imagine Ted sitting in a pumpkin patch, like mowing down on yeah. his pumpkin. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just imagining just... like him like sticking his head and all you can see is like his shoulders and his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Anyways, um, inner, work, inner workings of my brain. <laughs> I don't get any like grass flavored or hay flavor. Um, personally, I've never eaten hay in my life, so I can't tell if this is what hay is supposed to taste like. But if hay yeah, tastes like hay aromas at all, does it smell like a, a grassy field? No, no, oh, it we... smells like a farmhouse ale. You know, if, <laughs> if hay... does it tastes like straws. <laughs> I think if if hay tasted like this, I probably would eat some hay. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> if this is what all the horses are doing, and you're missing out, is what you're saying. <laughs> It's got a little bit of a, a tartness to it. Um, it's not overly tart. It's not like like warhead tartness. It's probably like a four out of out of ten. With warhead is ten, I guess. And water is zero. And water is zero. <laughs> it's, it's like a four, maybe a four point five. Overall, not bad. Uh, I had to put it in the fridge. I'm kind of upset about that. I had it sitting on my ca- on my table for a long time, but. One day I was randomly looking at it and it said, this is a live beer. Please stick it in the fridge so it doesn't uh, continue to age. So I didn't want to have to ruin this beer by not doing that. Mm. Um. So anyways, yeah. So I will give this beer. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. So wait, does that mean we have to pick new beers or does that mean we're going to keep going? No, I said less than three and a half. All right. So then I guess that's it. We're stuck with these beers, guys. We're stuck with the bad beers. Yeah. I mean, we could we could put it up to vote if you guys want to do a second one. I'm I'm game. I got better beers in the fridge. I think I I'm gonna drink a better beer, but not talk about it at all. Okay, <laughs> just just know that we're enjoying better beers. Yeah, just know that I finished this one and found something else. I'm gonna guess the Untapped rated this a three six four. That's funny. All of our guesses were about the same tonight. Oh, yeah, I should mention while Chris looks this up that uh, this was on Beer Closeout a couple months ago from MNR Liquor. It was $5 for the bottle. Hmm. So you said 364, right? Correct. All right. Very close. We have a couple close guesses tonight. 367. Oh, so, come on. Wow. So, but, you know, a lot of, I actually had one other friend that said three and a half different. That's what he said. So. <laughs> it is very different. I wish there was a little bit more hay. Um, I wish there was maybe a little bit more squash. Sounds like you just want more beer. I just wanted right. a different. This to me, this tasted, you want more beer in your beer. This to me tasted so close to, to um beer? to the to like the Grand Crew, the Blue Grand Crew from Chimay that I was I was disappointed. So maybe maybe Urban Lodge or maybe Urban Family figured out how to brew uh the Chimay Blue beer mm. squash. Maybe? Hay and spices. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's probably what they do. But I think we're going to revisit an old faithful. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because we haven't done it in a while. And we do have to get through. <laughs> we're going to Yellowstone. Go to some geysers. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, but, you know, in order to get to Yellowstone, we have to traverse through this creation. Oh. So, um, so we're actually going to pick it up. Um, we've only got, let me see, where are we at? We're at 34. We stopped at an odd spot last time. So we're We're working our way. We're pretty close. I need a road beer. So, uh, a a road broda. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll, and then I'll be ready to to hear all about these, these great States and their crazy beer laws. (laughs) Okay. 
All right, let's do it, boys. Okay, so we're picking it up, like I said, number 34, Kansas. And for Kansas, so Prohibition ended in 1933, right? Kansas might have missed a memo. While the amendment was repealed in 1933, Kansas continued a statewide ban on alcohol until 1948. Additionally, uh, residents and visitors of Kansas could not buy a drink on premise at a bar or restaurant until 1987. Wait, what? what? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you couldn't drink in a restaurant until the late 80s. <laughs> that sounds like a very Kansas thing. Right? They're just so far behind out, out there. They just got dial-up internet last week, I heard. <laughs> right. How far? Where's Kansas in relation to you, Obert? I don't know. I'm trying to pitch. Is it like, South. Guys like neighbors? No. You, I think Kansas... This is next to Nebraska, south of Nebraska. So you got like the oh. Dakotas and then Nebraska and then Kansas. Oh, so it's like far away. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Kansas is one of them weird ones. I don't know. I never know where. It's Kansas. it's east of Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And north of Oklahoma. Okay. Interesting. And west of uh, Missouri. Missouri. I, mean, I guess Missouri. Okay. Missouri. Nice. Oh, okay. this is we learn a lot about geography while we traverse. I gotta, I, I gotta crack open my road soda here. <laughs> Further south than I thought, I guess. Um, so, anyways, next number thirty-five, uh, West Virginia, and I bet they got some crazy beer laws. Uh yeah. In West Virginia, bars are technically illegal if you don't also serve food. It is uh, also it is also illegal to bring more than ten gallons of alcohol into the state for personal use. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like we've seen ones like that before. Yeah, I know. The yeah. food one is getting that's getting old. I mean, Wait, you know. Ten, yeah, so is the gallons? so is the you're only allowed to bring so much in. Yeah. You we've said, seen you that said 10 gallons, right? T- 10 gallons, yeah. So so based on the amount of beer that I have in my house, I probably could not move to West Virginia. You could not unless you were going to use it for non-personal use. <laughs> you have to take two trips. Caitlin, you got to drive the U-Haul. I'm going to take my car. Got to right. split this. Got to split this up. <laughs> <laughs> got to go half and half. Now, can you can you buy ten gallons of beer once you're in the state for personal use? I assume they sell kegs. Yeah, I probably. I would say yeah. So you could have you can have someone forge a receipt for all of your beer, and then that's totally legal, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's and then it's legal exactly. Don't take legal <laughs> advice from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in case i ever wanted to move to west virginia i guess that's how i could do it there you go i yes. have no interest in ever moving to west virginia just an fyi no me neither to be honest but uh, i live sorry. closest to it though sorry you west do. virginia in listeners yeah sorry mcelroy's <laughs> um anyways number 36 is nevada oh nevada they have no to- rules yeah <laughs> that's I mean, just that's, a blank I, space I've, Honestly. Been, I've been to vegas there yeah. are no rules yeah oh that's pretty much what it is oh nevada home to bars that can stay open 24 7 permitted open container laws in las vegas and where it is not a crime to be drunk in public (laughs) it is considered to be a health problem rather than a crime uh the fact that you are allowed to do these things make it makes it obscure so pretty much yeah it's a lawless wasteland oh okay i thought they were really gonna have something there but no nope they're just like there are no laws it's it's like (laughs) mad max out there yeah, it's like, okay. Well, yeah. I, I actually did learn the other day for the first time ever that bars, I thought that was just a Vegas thing, that bars never close. I didn't realize that was an all of Nevada thing, that that bars don't close. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, other than Vegas, there's not a lot of Nevada. <laughs> yeah, I a mean, lot of empty space. Re- Reno's a, a big-ish city, right? That's true. Yeah. Tesla's yeah, there. Yeah. They they have a gigafactory there. A, a what? A gigafactory? Yeah, that's where Tesla makes their cars in Reno, Nevada. Like giga meaning large or giga meaning that's something just, else? Their that's fancy the, name for their ba- for where they make their batteries. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's like, a, I'm too old for that stuff. I have a kid. It's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, next up is Nebraska. The one and, next to Kansas. Yes. Correct. Yes. <laughs> and so you might want to think twice about trying anything more than sweet talking the bartender for a free drink. In Nebraska, it's Liquor Control Commission Rules and Regulations, Chapter 6, Section 019.01F1, uh, makes it illegal to have any physical contact or PDA with a bartender. So apparently you can't just reach over and start grabbing on the bartender. Yeah, another one of those rules that were like, there's a story, definitely a story behind why this got passed. Yeah, what, right. I mean, like, what yeah, I think that's like normal... Like normal etiquette is like, yeah, just don't touch the bartender. Like, yeah. do not They're, harass bartender. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if the bartender was your girlfriend? They're saying that like that's not allowed. No, and that's all true. Bar- all bartenders in in Nebraska must be single forever. The bartender, the bartender can't consensually make out with any patrons. It's that's, not allowed. Well, okay. ever. Well, there goes there goes my chances. <laughs> I was taking a trip to Nebraska just for that. Just for that. Yeah. All the, all the Nebraskan bartenders or bartendresses. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, next up, number 38 is Colorado. Where, hashtag where Chris's beer is from today. Well, Or Asheville. Yours is probably technically from Asheville, but New probably. Belgium is from Colorado. I know. They originated there, yes. Okay, so this is this is like one that I was like, this is what I hope them all to be. You know, I'm sorry to Apparently, say, it, you gotta you gotta redeem this list. We've, these these laws have been as bad as our beers so far. So we gotta we gotta oh, spice this up. We gotta I spice been, this up. I've been very disappointed with these laws. I wish I picked a different website, but now I'm pot committed. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're almost there. We're at 38. We got 12 for, to go. Right for season two of While We Traverse, we'll have to find a different website. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Like weird beer laws ones. in different countries or planets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry to say it, but your legal rights of riding a horse while intoxicated stop at the state lines of Colorado. Interestingly, a horse is considered a vehicle in the state, and subsequently, you can get a DUI if found driving a horse drunk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is great. And that can is- I tell you? Can I tell you guys the the first thing that made me ever want to move to Montana? Uh, I I learned a long time ago that it is legal to ride your horse drunk in Montana. But what's better is that that law was passed in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Over to to echo that. I've heard that in certain parts of Texas, you can either ride your horse or you can rent a horse. And horses are considered you know individuals, so you can actually ride a horse drunk in Texas as well. I don't think in like they know how with, to get home. You I don't know, think within don't... Houston or Dallas that's legal, but I'm sure like, you know, in Midland, Texas, if you take your horse to the bar, they, they're they intelligent enough to get your ass home. Yeah, they know how to get home. Yeah. They got – every horse has built-in GPS. <laughs> <laughs> that's Everybody knows that about a horse. So, Orbert, do you have your, your DUI horse yet? No. Well, I don't have a – I don't have room for a horse in my condo, unfortunately. So – 
uh, I'll have to move move to a, a a place with a barn and a, a stable, and I can uh, I could then get a horse to go to the bars. You, you just get rid of your car and just have a horse for everything. Sounds more expensive. I don't know how much hay goes for compared to gasoline, but <laughs> just, get, just feed them imagined history. It has hay in it. That, that's true. But then the that's... horse will be drunk, and then they'll get a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> That is planning right there. I gotta go bail my horse out of jail again. <laughs> I lost its horse and permit. <laughs> it's no longer allowed to horse. Oh lord! All right, I think I'm gonna make it to forty, and then and yeah, then we gotta yeah, we gotta redeem redeem some of those crappy ones from before. Get back on get back on track, and then we'll have ten more to finish up finish up while we traverse. You, you mean get and back above season, the We'll revamp the season horse. two. Yeah. So uh, number 39 is North Dakota, which I did a school project on way back in like what? Third grade was that? Fourth, third grade? You, you, had, you had North Dakota in fourth grade? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yes. There's not a lot of things in North Dakota. <laughs> What's the capital? <laughs> Bismarck. I thought it was Pierre or maybe that's South Dakota. Anyway, uh, tell I us hope some beer laws. I hope it's Bismarck. It's probably maybe that's right. why I got a C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing <laughs> about North Dakota, but I do know that its capital is Bismarck. Yes. <laughs> no, I do know that. I had to steal. Okay, so Miss Sweet, if you're if you're listening, turn this off because I don't need you revoking my fourth grade graduation or anything. But like, um, so I dressed up as Roger Maris, who's a baseball player, right? Right. Um, because I saw somewhere that he was. He was originally from North Dakota. Well, one of my dad's friends, who's like this big, huge nerd, baseball nerd, was like, uh, no, he's not from North Dakota. I was like, well, shit. Well, guess what? <laughs> so I had, to, I had to steal a famous person <laughs> to dress up as. I was like, oh, great. I, I've never fact-checked that until now. So everybody fact-check that. And let, me know. let me know. Yeah. Except for Mrs. Sweet. Don't. Or Miss Sweet. Yeah. Or don't. I mean. I kind of want to know now who the famous people are from from North Dakota. So while you while you tell us the law, I'm going to look this up. All right. I also okay. think, at Chris's defense, it was probably the easiest famous person to dress up as. Right. Well, Chris had was... like a glove and a baseball at home. <laughs> there was like a a, a famous uh, Native American chief or something, but I don't know. I, baseball player is easier. Uh, yeah, I I figured. I'm out right. of you, Chris. <laughs> So we're not sure why or how this law came to be, but in North Dakota, it is illegal to serve beer and pretzels at the same time, or so the legend goes. And for you extreme couponers out there, your skills to find the best deal won't work here. North Dakota has forbidden coupons to be used when purchasing alcohol. So Um, wait, you said it's illegal for or legal for beer and pretzels at the same time? Illegal. That's just weird. That is weird. I would never go together. I would never want to drink a beer in North Dakota then. It also sounds pretty unconfirmed based on how they wrote it. Right, yes. They were like, or so the legend goes. It's like, what? Yeah, or so the legend of the rules of the state (laughs) written in a book goes. (laughs) Right. So, but anyways, Tud, any any updates on famous people from North Dakota? Wait, so is that 40? That's 39. I got one more. Oh, good. I hope this next one's pretty good. Yes, so so not that fourth grade Chris could have... uh, Dressed up as this, but Carson Wentz is from North Dakota. Okay. As is Wiz Khalifa, who's uh, Chris. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a rapper. Yeah, I why think you dress up as Wiz him. Khalifa? 
you could you could address them as Travis Hafner, which I don't know if he was actually an MLB player at the time either, or definitely during the time <laughs> you got to we look up older people. Phil, <laughs> Phil Phil Jackson is from North Dakota. Uh, okay, all right. I yeah, okay. So I could I could have been Phil Jackson probably right. He won a few championships at that point, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, with Michael Jordan, and he had been he had won a few as a player too. Okay. And then you know you could have also dressed up as a few ash, uh, NASA astronauts. And uh, Josh Duhamel, famous for marrying Fergie, he's from North Dakota as well. Ah, hmm. okay. Uh, other yeah. th- and Lynn Anderson, I don't know. She's a country, country music star. I don't know who that is. But anyways, I just looked it up. Roger Maris is officially not from, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, not from <laughs> You are wrong. Where is he from? Oh, Hibbing, Minnesota. So... Hibbing, Minnesota. Sorry, Roger Maris. But all right, forty number forty. Uh, just in case LCS tries to take away my eighth grade credit. Yeah, diploma. Um, South Dakota number forty makes sense after North Dakota. Yeah, kind of. Pierre is probably the capital of this one. <laughs> Megacoda probably. Mega, it should just Megacoda. Yep. Yeah. So. Thank goodness South Dakota did not follow suit when North Dakota criminalized serving beer with pretzels. Supposedly. Yes, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> they're really they're really hammered home this maybe law. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nonetheless, you may want to think twice about mixing yourself a cocktail. Evidently in Deadwood, South Dakota, it is illegal to mix various alcoholic beverages without a permit to do so. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so no making your rum and cokes at home, I guess. Right. Yeah. Over, oh, yeah. you could never move there because we'd have to cancel the podcast. Right? Or I could get a permit. Mm. You know, you might want to. You might want to just apply for one now. I assume you're going to be moving there soon. Yeah, that Deadwood's a cool spot. I'd I'd check it out. <laughs> and it's just that one town. Yeah. Dead. Oh, so I'm looking at the South Dakota flag. Do you know what they are like? Their state is. You know. South Dakota, the something state. Do you know what it is? Uh, the Mount Rushmore state. The Mount Rushmore state. Yes, I would have never guessed that. That's Are you also of... looking Wait, at was... the Wikipedia page? Was I right? No, yeah, yeah, you're right. The Mount Rushmore <laughs> state. <laughs> I got one thing there. It's, it's Rushmore. Mount I just Rushmore. Four, four heads carved into a stone. Did then... I tell you guys about the time that I went to Mount Rushmore? I was. Uh, I'll tell it again for the podcast because uh, I, I know. I know you went. So I was. Moving to Montana and uh, stopped in South Dakota, figured, you know, let's go check out Mount Rushmore. Drove all the way there. And uh, as we, it's like five bucks to park in the parking lot and check it out. As we get to the gate to pay, the guy was like, oh, uh, just so you know, it's too cloudy right now to see Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it was like foggy. <laughs> so he's like, you're probably, probably not worth paying the five bucks. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, thanks for the the warning." I, I guess like I don't. I'd feel like a sucker if I paid money to stare at some fog. So I left, and then as I was driving around the corner, I saw like half of like George Washington's profile, and I was like, eh, "I saw it. I got, I got, I got the gist. <laughs> I got the gist." <laughs> so that's my time. That's my story about the time I went to Mount Rushmore but didn't see it. <laughs> you were as uh, close as you could get without seeing Mount Rushmore. That's right. It's awesome. Now, would you ever drive back across the country just so you could go try to stop again and hope it wasn't cloudy? You know, there's good reasons to drive across the country. I don't think that would be one of them, though. Well, I, I would. It would be cool to see. I will say this though, like 
you know, driving from east to west, uh, a lot of the country is kind of boring. Not gonna, no offense, <laughs> no offense to the the plains part of the state, but South Dakota was actually kind of where things got a little more interesting. They got the Black Hills, they got Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's they got Wall Drug. It's worth checking out. It's it's a they got the Badlands. Can you climb any mountains near Mount Rushmore so you can like see it from like equal height? I guess. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe. Can you climb Mount Rushmore? Um, maybe. Also, maybe. I'm gonna go with that. You're probably not supposed <laughs> to. Well, I'm not saying you gotta climb. You don't have to scale Abraham's face. But, yeah. Like, it's can fun. you like climb up like the 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 same mountain range that it's cl- that it's carved in? You know, maybe we gotta find a South Dakotan and ask them. Mm. Yeah, South Dakota listeners, right in. Yeah, we got a question for you. But there we are. We're officially four fifths of the way through this lovely country. Um, so we'll 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 try and finish this up uh, soon. Let's let's commit to getting it done before episode one hundred. Okay. All right. Twenty yeah. <laughs> next twenty one episodes, we'll make it through ten states. Well, folks, it's that time of the episode where we've traversed all of our states. Gone from North Dakota all the way to South Dakota, and uh, it's time to fill up our our frosty mug of wisdom with our three handles of frosty advice, where we tell you tips, tricks, advice, etiquette, things we like, things our friends like, things we've tried out and want to share with you. Ted, why don't you go first? Yeah, so uh, this week I'm going to give a little bit of etiquette and advice to everybody out there. Um, for work, as some of you know. I travel a lot to Texas. During my travels, I fly on a lot of airplanes. I would like to, t- to spend the next two minutes talking about airplane etiquette when you're getting on an airplane, when you're sitting in your row, and when you're getting off an airplane. Okay. While getting on an airplane, get on the, pl- the plane. Don't stand in the, don't stand in the aisle. Don't, you know, <laughs> get up and down and up and down and like have to go back above your, in the overhead compartment to get something because you forgot it. There's time for that once everybody's on the plane. Number two, once you're in your aisle, if you are the the person who's who's sitting in the aisle seat, get up and let the people who are sitting in the two other seats into the aisle and don't just sit there while they have to climb over you. Also, if you are the person in the aisle and you don't let the other people get in, you're a dick. Speaking from personal experience, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And thirdly, when getting off the plane... We're all adults here, people. Everybody knows how a plane should file out. The first row, there's four seats with in first class. Those four people should leave first, followed by the second row, followed by the third row, and so on and so forth, all the way back to row 37. The, the plane will empty within 10 minutes if everybody gets off that way. If you're Joe Schmo who's sitting in row 32, and for some reason you think your shit don't stink and you can get up and you can walk down the aisle... Cut. I love that when people like think it's a race or something. Yeah, like, and you cut everybody right. off. You you too are an asshole. And if you're somebody who does all three of those things on an airplane, you are the world. You deserve to get the Blevin the Achievement Award because you are just an <laughs> awful human being. I will say I have thought about this almost every time I've flown in an airplane and priority seating, first class, all this stuff, blah blah blah, like. All you're doing is paying to be on an airplane longer than other people. I don't understand. So I'm like, why Why don't airplane companies, and maybe maybe this has been thought of, I assume it is, be like, okay, first class sits at the front of the airplane, but 
you know, 38, 30, row 37 boards first, row 36 boards. Why don't they do that? They do it in other countries. I don't know why they don't do it in the U.S. Well, the it's, reason, it's t- part of the reason why is because they also don't have enough space for all the, over, for all the luggage overhead. So, so there's that True. fun game where you have to go in and hope that you find a spot for your bag after you're already getting on the mm. plane. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But I'm like, it, it never made sense to me. It's just like, and then people have like full blown suitcases that they're trying to sneak in as overhead co- overhead compartment people. It's like, don't do that. Just you know, it's not gonna fit. Just check check your bag. Just check your bag. Yeah. And two last little pieces of advice: if you're sitting in the middle seat, or if you're not sitting in the middle seat, the person in the middle seat is entitled to both of the armrests. That's just common sense, common yeah, I courtesy. I think that's a looser one, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said it's it's a small one. Yeah. And then also, if you don't need to lean back in your seat, don't lean back. Those seats are already so tight as it is. By you leaning back, you're just making that person behind you have a little bit less space. And you start a whole chain reaction down to the very back where the person in the last row just kind of gets screwed because their seat doesn't go backwards. There is no back. Yeah. Yeah, there there is no back. Can I offer uh, some air- airline tips and tricks as well here if we're doing this? Mine are less negative, though. Is that all right? No. Sure. Okay. It's it's illegal. It's illegal to bring your own alcohol on a plane. However, <laughs> it is perfectly allowable to put your own nips in your little quart-sized Ziploc bag and get them through security. That's fine. No one will stop you if you do that. Also perfectly, it's also perfectly acceptable to ask the airline stewardess for a Coca-Cola. What you do to connect those two things is your own business. <laughs> I think I've told this before, but um, I know we're getting on these airline stories, but we were flying back from Florida, myself and Dana, and we got held up in this little baby airport. And it was like, I mean, there was probably like, I don't know, three gates or something like that. Why were you in an airport for infants? <laughs> no 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 just a very small airport um there was not a lot of stuff like as our plane when our plane was supposed to take off like they sent the bar staff home because there was no one else like that's how small this place was um so for some reason mechanical issues or what there was um our plane got delayed and they actually had like we had a whole plane full of people that was pissed off at the bar you know, and like me, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> you're kind of stuck where you're where you're at. Um, And so this poor this poor bartender comes back and like she's just getting hassled by like a million other people, of course. So like I'm the only me and Dana are the only two of the only people that are being like nice to this person because everybody's pissed off. Number one rule number. Maybe this will be my handle one day. Beep. If there's one person you want to be nice to, it's the bartender. Like, I don't understand these people that are mean to bartenders. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, so we're, I'm like joking with her and like, you know, making fun of some of the other customers and things like that. And she's have she's actually enjoying her life for a minute. And uh, but the woman next to me orders uh, a, a, a 20 ounce bottle of Sprite and uh, a shot of a couple shots of vodka, which they put into this big cup. <laughs> so and she just like mixed her own drinks and it was i was like oh my god this this woman is amazing this woman is the smartest thing ever so you know after sweet talking and stuff like that like my shot of uh, my shot of rum was like half a 16 ounce cup 
<laughs> of, uh, of of rum with ice in it, and then I would just top it off with my with my Coke that I had, and I was like, that it was the best thing. It was the best thing ever. I was like, this lady knows what she's doing. I'm like, yeah. I'll get two of those, please. <laughs> anyways, anyways, so, flying flying sucks. But so my, my second tip on 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 hacks on ha- airplane hacks, ask for more snacks. They'll say yes, and they'll give them to you. They'll also they, give you more drinks if you ask that. Yeah. More non-alcoholic drinks if you ask. Like if you say you want a can of a, of Coke, they will give you the whole can. The, the key word is you have to use the word can. And please. Oh. And please. And my third tip is um, if you're ever at a bar and you want to ma- become best friends with the bartender, if you want to leave a good impression with the bartender, and you're – and I know that maybe uh, our age demographic is kind of phasing out of this, but if you're ever buying a round of shots – uh, and the and the bartender seems amenable. Ask the bartender if you can buy them one too. Be like, oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna get a round of shots, and like, can I get one, you one for the bartender as well? Doesn't matter the gender. Bartenders can be like, half the time they'll say, yeah, I'll do it with you, and they won't charge you. Um, but but the other half of the time they'll say no thanks. But they'll be they'll be a good friend for the rest of the night. So is, yes, that, so a bartender a tip. tip. Maybe more cosmopolitan than uh. Our current podcasts co-hosts, you know, we're not really hitting the nightclubs no, that's a, that that's often. A go-to, that's a go-to move of mine. It's a good move. To buy it's a the good bartender move. A, That is a, a good shot. move. When you're buying a, a round of shots, you can be like, you know, pour yourself one. Uh, you know, I'll buy you one. And the last tip I'll give for airplanes, just because it, it got brought up. The stewardess's job, while they're there to serve you snacks and uh, beverages and all that, their main job is your is your safety. If you're ever afraid of flying. Don't be afraid unless you see the stewardess is afraid because they've been through everything. And once they're afraid, then you can start to be afraid. But (laughs) if they're not afraid, don't worry about it. The plane's done that before. It'll do it again. And these people are trained. You know, they're, they're there for your safety first and foremost. They're not there to give you snacks and give you drinks while they do that. Their main job is your safety. Right. Yeah. Also, don't take legal advice from a podcast, but airplane mode is a scam. You don't need to – don't worry about airplane mode. It's fine. You're not <laughs> going to crash the plane. Right. You will lose cell phone service about you know, 30 seconds after takeoff, but you it, – it is – it's not really a thing. Airplane mode is, is more so that your cell phone doesn't free, doesn't mess up a bunch of cell towers than, it, than it's for the plane. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give the handle over to Obert. Can we just call that all our handles? Yeah. That- how about th- well, because while we're at it, I got one other thing. <laughs> all right. We're just going to call these all. These are the, our communal the, the airplane episode. I think we should be able to vote, have a vote of no confidence in the people sitting in the exit rows because. <laughs> <laughs> you think we should because, be able to veto them. Yeah. Because as a big dude, I try and get the exit row seats, you know? And like I know, hey, if the plane's going down, I'm gonna get that door open, and I'm gonna. But like when I see these like f- frail old people or whatever, or in I'm just like, no, you you are not the person I want in that seat. I'm gonna <laughs> toss you aside to get out of this plane if we crash. I think there should be a vote a vote of no confidence. How how do you do it though? Is it after I, everybody's I, boarded, they parade down like it's like a catwalk. <laughs> they gotta walk down in the middle of the plane and back up while like subtly flexing. They like yeah, right. <laughs> look, well, it's like turning a doorknob in front of everybody. <laughs> you have to be able to show the ability to lift fifty pounds because that's how heavy the door is. But the only job of the people fifty in the exit pounds. Row- 
is the only job of the people in the exit row is to literally open the door and jump I, out. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it fast enough. I, I think, think that what they got to do is when you're boarding, they got to put a 50-pound door between you and the exit row. <laughs> and they take it away. It's like a sword in the stone situation. Yeah, exactly. Like you think you can sit the here? first people that can open the door get the seats. <laughs> As somebody who sits in the exit row quite often, yeah. literally the only thing you're ever asked to do is open the door. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm like, yeah, because I'll open that door so fast. That's as why. Just be like, get yeah. out of my way. You're like, oh, no, no, no. We're getting this. This thing open. Anyways, airplane handles. Boom. <laughs> oh, all right. It took it took this episode a little bit to heat up, but we got it all the way here. I know, at the we should end. just we should just record another one now. We got we got the juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh we'd like to first thank the breweries who provided today's beers. So I will thank Urban Family Brewing Company for their imagined history uh farmhouse ale. I'd like to thank New Belgium for their Voodoo Ranger Starship IPA. I'm going to thank Mountains Walking Brewery for their sweets, sour, blood orange, coconut ale. Now, thank you all those breweries, despite the fact that your beers were not up to snuff this week. Uh, hopefully next <laughs> week we come back with some better beers. Please go on to all social medias and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Um, that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Untapped. Also, make sure you're heading over to Discord and uh, checking us out over there. Also, remember, hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending over all those things uh, that we always ask every single week. Also, if you have any other airplane tips that we may have forgotten. Um, <laughs> I think we got them all. Yeah, I think we yeah. did too. But you know what? I'm sure you know what? I'm sure Blevin has one that we just I'm forgot. A, and he just I wants imagine to rub someone it in who's never flown before and just using these is the only advice. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be drunk and happy. Drunk, happy with cell phone service. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Make sure that you also are uh, heading over to iTunes and leaving us a, a rating and a review. Also, make sure that you are sharing this podcast amongst all your friends. Uh, make sure that you head over to Patreon and subscribe there. Uh, thank you very much to our Patreon subscribers already. Uh, we hope to keep on growing you guys even more. Um, there are There is a bunch of content over there. What the hell is that? It's I'm pantomiming. You, 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 you water our patrons and they grow. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and uh, for those of you that have been following along my uh, Twitch stream, Beardad Gamer, please check me out. I'm a Twitch affiliate now, so I can officially like make money by playing video games, which is pretty cool. So if you're this one of those This just means that you that... get to watch ads when you sign up to his channel. Not always. Not if you subscribe. He, he has a button. Yeah, I have a button. He made um, me watch a 60-second ad the other day. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a powerful, powerful feeling, knowing that you can make money off of making your friends watch ads. <laughs> but if you have that Twitch, uh, the Amazon Prime, uh, you get a free subscription every month. And if you don't use it regularly, hit up Chiboy. And so with that, my name is Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Now, should we have told the people that you can just buy bottles of Coke in the airport and pour alcohol into it before you go on the plane? Ooh. It's less fun, though. It is less fun. Okay, so this was a, a thing. So you said nips. I know that there's nips. Down south, they're airplane Yep. That, Wait, really? Or yeah. minis. They also call them minis. Or minis. But a lot of air, a lot of people call them airplane bottles. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, I was and, like, that's not right. <laughs> and that's it, not how that works. If you fly out of a out of a airport with a brewery, ask if they do growlers. Ooh, that's a good, another good pro tip. Have out, you ever done of, that? Yes, out of Bradley, you can buy 32-ounce growlers from uh, Two Roads and take them on the plane with you and drink them. How about – they got to start selling growlers. Well, they sell, pla- they sell plastic growlers that you can bring back every time and have them refill it. There we go. That's pretty cool. It's, and they're 32 ounces, so that's four beers. Or two beers, I mean. Two beers. It's four eight-ounce beers, though. Four, four cups of beer? <laughs> that's how math four works. Four cups of beer. 